How many cases do you think the U.S. will reach? A million cases to 10 million cases? I mean, looking at what we're seeing now, you know, I would say between 100 and 200,000 deaths. That's Dr. Anthony Fauci, who appeared on CNN on Sunday, giving a sobering prediction about the spread of COVID-19. You may have seen the headlines that Dr. Fauci has said that 100,000 to 200,000 people in the United States will die from the disease. Okay, but hold on a second. Those are just the headlines. He also said this, too. But I don't want to be held to that. I mean, we're going to have millions of cases, but I, I just don't think that we really need to make a projection when it's such a moving target that you can so easily be wrong and mislead people. Look, I don't want to undermine the seriousness of the spread of coronavirus, but with news, statistics, and headlines coming at you faster than you can wave a stick at, it's still important to slow down and put everything into context. We don't really have any firm idea. There are things called models. And when someone creates a model, they put in various assumptions. And the model is only as good and as accurate as your assumptions. And whenever the model has come in, they give a worst case scenario and a best case scenario. Generally, the reality is somewhere in the middle. Dr. Fauci adds that the United States is likely to have millions of cases. Remember earlier this month when the president said this? Ultimately, the goal is to ease the guidelines and open things up to very large sections of our country as we near the end of our historic battle with the invisible enemy. I said earlier today that I hope we can do this by Easter. Yeah, well, that's no longer going to happen. Heeding Dr. Fauci's warnings, the president announced he would extend the social distancing guidelines that have shut down cities across the U.S. to April 30th. As of Sunday evening, the number of coronavirus cases in the U.S. is hovering around 140,000. At least 2,400 people have died. There's some good news about testing for the virus. The FDA has given emergency approval for a new kind of test that takes just 15 minutes. The company that makes it, Abbott, says it can deliver 50,000 tests a day. Patients swab themselves, reducing the risk to nurses and doctors. And the president says no other country has tested more people than the United States. That's true. But when you look at the testing on a per capita basis, the U.S. is still lagging behind countries like Italy and South Korea. Here in California, coronavirus cases surged to about 6,000 Sunday, with at least 130 deaths. Social distancing and self-isolation are still key to slowing the spread of coronavirus. But as we all know now, not everyone is able to adhere to those stay-at-home guidelines. On this podcast, we talked about how healthcare workers are putting themselves at risk every day, making sure that others are receiving the care they need. But there's another group out there continuing their duties of keeping the rest of us safe, emergency responders. Here's Christina Pascucci with more. With our first responders on the front lines of this war against an invisible enemy, how are they protecting themselves and you? Especially as positive COVID-19 cases for agencies like the Long Beach Fire Department are rising and new numbers are in. We have 99 positive results. And that includes the 13 Long Beach firefighters that have tested positive and the one Long Beach police officer that's tested positive. And uh, obviously we're doing everything we can to keep those numbers down to the best of our ability and to flatten the curve. 13 firefighters sounds especially high when you consider the Los Angeles Fire Department with nine times the number of employees has only six cases. 
that shows the unpredictability of this virus. And as Jake Heflin of the Long Beach Fire Department tells us, the vulnerability of the job. Well, I think I think the nature of our job as firefighters is, in many ways, it's, it's very similar to people that live in a, in a home. I mean, that's a, a fire station is our home. We've identified, obviously, that COVID-19 uh, is, is a challenge to address the, the, the spread and and obviously, many of those firefighters were stationed at one station in North Long Beach. That was Fire Station 11. We identified an issue there, and it was a, a hotbed of activity. And uh, and obviously, we're continuing to, to work and identify uh, what we call we're doing extensive contact investigation, making sure we're following up with the individuals that, that may have been exposed. The department is and has been taking extra precautions. The Long Beach Fire Department and the Long Beach Police Department are making sure that we are doing everything that we can to take extensive precautions to safeguard the community members and other emergency personnel. The moment somebody picks up the phone and dials 901, uh, and the series of questions that they're asked, and the answers will, will indicate or dictate the level of response as it relates to the level of personal protective equipment that we will respond to and where to minimize risk. We know that if we take definitive action now, we will reduce the spread. The city of Long Beach, like everyone else, is grappling with how best to respond. Mayor Robert Garcia wants the public to know it is safe to call 911. We're encouraging residents that if they have an emergency, they should call 911. I mean, that's always the case. And we're doing additional screening right now of uh, fire personnel. Uh, yeah, they were they were um, mostly at Station 11. That's where they worked. Uh, we're doing the investigation as to how they came in contact. Uh, it, it looks like it possibly could be that they responded to a COVID-19 incident. Um, that's what the fire chief said. We closed down the fire station where they uh, were working, uh, and we're cleaning that, obviously, to get it reopened. Uh, we're also working with the families and the health department to make sure they have the, the health care and the support that they need. Uh, and we're working with um, uh, some additional triaging that's going to happen when we respond to calls. The mayor also says Long Beach is focusing on expanding testing. The world's leading pandemic experts have said if you don't test, you're flying blind. Those that are most at risk are being tested. First responders, people that are showing symptoms, folks that are in critical condition. Uh, and I know a lot of people want to be tested. If there were more tests available, if we were doing mass testing, then we would be definitely be doing that. I would love to have drive-through testing systems all over uh, the uh, the, the city and, and, and the state, but just not enough tests right now, which is really unfortunate. Obviously, we're doing what everyone else is doing, which is, uh, you know, contacting both our public and private partners to get supplies and, uh, and and necessities for our hospitals. And they're doing that, obviously, directly as well. We're supporting them. Um, but the truth is that we really need uh, the federal government to uh, produce and dramatically send out more tests across the country. And while it's undeniable the U.S. is in the midst of the height of this fight. The, the hardest part is just right now in ensuring that the hospitals are prepared and making sure that we have enough uh, support for hospitals, for emergency rooms, for medical centers. That's really the key thing. There's really nothing more important than that preparation right now. Uh, and just making sure that people have accurate information. There's also so much good. I mean, I, mean, I think you know, obviously there are, there, there are some uh, you know positives happening. We were heartened to see all the people coming together and, and people helping each other out. And uh, more animals are being adopted than ever before. And, and, and yes, there are some crime trends which are, are heartening. Um, but overall, we just got to stay vigilant and got to stay focused on uh, people staying at home if you can. That's a key thing right now. The residents are expressing their appreciation. In East Village, Long Beach, for example, in a show of solidarity with healthcare workers, farmers, anyone on the front lines keeping us safe, every night at 8 p.m., you'll hear this. 
You know, I, I actually saw somebody pop up on social media with a bunch of clapping and, and people blowing uh, horns and things like that and, and, and musical instruments and, and just a way to show the community support. Uh, you know, I, it's amazing uh, to know that the community values and appreciates those that are, are, are putting themselves at risk and, and trying to make a difference. I think we should create a movement where they do that everywhere. 8 p.m., clap for the healthcare workers, the grocery workers, UPS, USPS, anyone on the front lines or anyone who's helping us to have some sort of normalcy during this crazy time. And if you want more information on what Long Beach is doing to fight COVID-19, visit longbeach.gov forward slash COVID-19. I agree, Christina. A round of applause for everyone out there still performing those essential jobs that are keeping the rest of us safe. All right, that's all for today. More Coronavirus Daily tomorrow. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen so you don't miss it. And tell us what you think by leaving a rating and a review. If you've got questions or stories to share, find me and Christina on Twitter. You can reach us at KTLA Podcasts or at Christina KTLA or use the hashtag KTLA Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow.